Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it'd still be a tough idea whether you take that wish or not. Last week we had, you are the best player in your slow pitch beer league, but you always have to play at the top of your ability, no matter what. We had 62% reject this wish on Twitter, and everyone in the Facebook discussion group rejected it. I think we just don't want to be good at a social game that bad. Oh, and if you're curious how Kyle and Carmine's team did this year in the Comedy Softball League, they came in last, but had a great time doing it. For this week, we're giving up on the whole dang Earth. Nick Shopian wished for a spaceship to leave this planet. I sit down with Ben Clifford and Joanna Houghton to plan our trip to the stars. Joining me today, we have Joanna Houghton. Hey guys, how you doing? And Ben Clifford. Hello, everybody. And the wish is, I wish I had a spaceship so I could leave this planet. So you get a spaceship is what the wish is asking for. Let's see if we can come up with an ironic cost for that. I'm going to go to you first, Ben. This is a wish I think about often when I'm having a shower. And uh, You and your showers, man. It's a lot of shower thoughts. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a tough one because, I, you know, you, you always think, Tiny little one-man spaceship, blast around. You only have enough fuel to not even get to like the cl- not to get to the moon, like not even is- the moon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. I so think you, we- you you get you burst into space, but then instantly you're like, oh, tanks running a bit low. Better go back down. <laughs> <laughs> better go back down to, to Earth there. Fuel up, um, and to make it so it's not just a portal, like a personal transport device around the entire planet, because that's also pretty good. Okay, yeah. Um, Maybe the initial propulsion immediately puts you in space. So that, like, you have to go up, and then you're like, oh, I'm in space now. Yeah, it doesn't move laterally until you're in space. Right. Uh, and then it basically makes you go right back down? Or can you at least end no, up you somewhere can else? float. Like, you could just, like, you could theoretically blast yourself into space, wait for the rotation of the Earth, and then land somewhere else. If okay. You're, if you're that good at... Uh, it Matt. seems like you've basically yeah, Matt, given someone yeah. not a spaceship so much as a space station that they just have a way to get to, <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They get to leave the planet, but they the the downside is maybe they can get to the moon. But, who, I mean, really, once you can get to the moon once, are you going to go again? There's nothing up there. I mean, it's a it's a big moon. Depends which conspiracy theorist you ask about oh, yeah, the nothing up there. Who's, yeah, who, yeah. And, yeah, can we go to the far side of the moon? I think maybe, and maybe I've played too much Kerbal Space Program, if you can get to the moon... You can get to other places using like the <laughs> gravitational pull of things. I think that's how that works. You you always fire yourself off closest to when two of those interlocking poles are together, and then you there use is it like a, a gravity slingshot. slingshot type yeah. thing. Yeah, but I'm saying you seem to your craft is specifically designed to go a certain distance and then come back. I think that's the. I mean, that seems like an, a, a twist that would be enough to make it a. I wish you might give up, but at the same time, be like, yeah, I got it. I mean, the, the other option is that it just makes funny noises. That would be, so you just be like, and no other spaceman would take you seriously. Yeah, it just makes all the sounds that like an eight-year-old would make yeah, while yeah. making their spaceships. 
Which um, I think I'd still take that with. So I'm trying yeah. to balance it out with what th- would be. Yeah, I don't. Just bad. I don't think silly sounds would stop me if it was just a place I can go as my quiet place, and it happens to just be like with it between Earth and the Moon. I think I might give up on it because I'm like that seems like a lot of travel. Yeah. For just to get alone time. I mean, I can go to the library and people generally leave me alone if I just need alone time. Yeah, you can make funny can. noises in the library as much as you want. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I assume that, you know, you, when you want a spaceship, you want it to, for more travel than just to the moon. Like you want to travel. Yeah. It's less about leave. I mean, it's part about leaving Earth, but it's also part about exploring something else. Yeah. And going to something new. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joe, what would be your ironic cost then? My ironic cost would be that you can't take anybody with you. Oh, solo trip. It's only a spaceship uh, that holds one that or that can support one. A, a single person, yeah. Mm. Well, cuz then the cast the you know, the cost is if you want to go anywhere, that's a significant amount of time that you're away from family, you're away from friends, loved ones, everything, everybody. And if you go much further than you're and if you if a, if the spaceship can go really fast, closer to the light speed, then you would be gone for a year, but everybody else would have been gone decades. So I think that's... I think, yeah. Facing so, solo, like life alone. I think if we're going to do yours, I think we do have to figure out that speed a little bit, at least. Um, whether it is faster than light or sublight. Because that's a huge difference. Just you can't in terms go of, faster than light. Hmm? You can't go faster than light. Well, you can't. Without you can, breaking relativistic rules. You can, you can relativistic go faster, rules. faster than light in Star Trek and yeah. in Fantasyland, but you can't actually go faster than light right now depends on the powerful well, again powerful we're, we're, genie, we're using right? a powerful okay, genie so wish magic. we're using yeah. magic okay in a world where wishes exist <laughs> in a world where wishes hey you can snap your fingers and get a spaceship but you can't have that spaceship break the laws of physics but okay fine so yeah so if it goes faster than light yeah then then and if you're by yourself yeah. then what then that's even a worse cost yeah well so but if it goes faster than light then yeah. we're talking about we don't have to worry about relativity because then it's like warp right like we get star trek style warp Right. We don't have to worry about relativity. If it doesn't go faster than light, then the closest next solar system mm-hmm. is at least like four to eight years, I think. Yeah. So you'd spend most of your time between stars or you just get to look around the solar system. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so you didn't. we didn't talk about what the speed factor of the spaceship was. Yeah, I think I think that's important to it. And I think Ben's kind of is like... Because his range is so limited, it doesn't matter that much. It's like, yeah, it's going to get you up to okay, the moon and yeah. back. It's it's it, well, it'll... I guess for me, from my perspective, the speed doesn't matter too much. So I guess okay. sure we can make it that it goes faster than light. But to me, it's the the solo cost because if you leave the planet, I mean, our planet's going to shit anyway. So yeah. I'm thinking like in ten years, you're going to want to escape the hellhole that this planet has become but then you have to go by yourself no family no friends no spouse no children no nothing like you're bye bye i'm taking off okay so i'm gonna uh, investigate another caveat here okay. so we said only one person could come on it but we've established that there's might be magic here or there might be you know other things so, i think you're trying to weasel out of the, well, the caveat i'm just i'm <laughs> clarifying i'm clarifying a caveat here okay. because okay yeah we can go we have to be on our own can we bring like some books and DVDs, a hard drive with some nice movies on it? I think so. Okay. I have, I have a question. I'm just a solo person. So like that yeah. doesn't bother me as much that there's no people as long as I have some books. Like... Okay. We're very different people. <laughs> <laughs> but if, 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 you, if the caveat is you have to go alone, yeah. does any of the technology like being able to communicate? Like can I bring a, you know, some sort of Wi-Fi and then send messages back to Earth? Can I, can I Skype up in the sky? 
I, I, you know what? I would say, yeah, because having been separated from my family for long periods of time when you're Skyping, it's actually worse because right. it just, it kills you. You're like, oh God. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It kills you for a longer period. Like it's, it's good because you're like, oh, I want to talk to them. I want to see them. But then at the same time, you're like, I can't be there. So I think I would say, yeah, torture yourself. Go right. for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say like, even if it's supernaturally good for the distance you're at, it's still not great Skype. Like it's still like that frustratingly bad <laughs> it's Skype. Dial it's dial up internet. <laughs> it's like dial up <laughs> a couple times. Like enough you can still have the conversation, but enough that it's frustrating the whole time. So if there's Skype, it's bad Skype. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I mean, that makes it a little bit easier. I mean, not the best, but you could definitely kind of communicate. Also, if there's a lot of natural disasters, the the news coming in would make you just feel like an awful person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could do something, but I'm not. But I'm, I'm not. out here in space. I'm ages away. I'm my ages tiny little away. pod. Yeah. Little pod. <laughs> okay. So that's mine. What about you, Matt? All right. I'll go back to mine. Uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to get a nicer ship than you guys. I'm going to get one that has faster than light, can hold up to 10 people, uh, but it can never return to Earth and has no way to communicate with Earth. Oh, so, I would have a problem with that. I'd no? take 10 people I love and I'd be gone. Yeah. Screw it. Done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, not even a consideration. Done. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought that was going to be harder because, I mean, there was like no chance that... I felt like the exploration, your exploration, you can go back and report on things. You can be like, yeah. oh, I found this cool thing and we've made some scientific discoveries. And if you're going and you can't ever come back or communicate with Earth, then you're making those discoveries. Those discoveries are selfish. Like, they're just for you. Like, I discovered this. Right. But it's not helping humanity see, at all. See, from my perspective, in my wish, you're selfish because I see, I'm seeing, like, the world going to heck and okay. you're abandoning everybody and just, this is your, my lifeline. I'm being selfish and I'm rescuing myself. Okay. And getting off the planet. So, I guess it just depends on your perspective because for me, I'd be like, I've got 10 people. We're going exploring. We're going to have a blast until we die and that that'll be awesome well maybe we can caveat this then so what what do you think would be a small enough number of people that it would end up being frustrating like you could you can't ever come back mm -hmm. i feel like it shouldn't be one person because then yeah you will run out of dvds and books right um and then there's only so many volleyballs in which you can draw a face yeah right exactly and i'm not that good at volleyball so that'll frustrate me that i i, I don't know the one thing that wilson is good at right he's a volleyball he cares he only talks about volleyball you won't be able to have any good conversations no good conversations right yeah. what well, would be the prime number of people that it's worth taking but it would be frustrating to be stuck with would it just be I one other an person? odd number is interesting <laughs> five odd number yeah because five? then it's like presumably if you're going forever and we're also humans so we're a little bit hardwired to be like well let's continue our little space journey with our space family it has to be a small enough number that generations go by that they're just this inbred spaceship mess. Oh, that's disturbing. Well, that's why you don't want to bring 10 people. See, you I need was... more than 10 to Well, really... actually, with 10 people, it'd still be a little dis... it'd still be a little inbred. Yeah, that's what I mean. You need a lot more people. <laughs> no, that's what I... But I'm not... See, I'm not thinking a generational ship. I'm not thinking, like, populate the... Like, continue the species. I'm just thinking 10 people because it's awesome. You all have a good time and then you die. Yeah, I was definitely thinking yeah. of some sort of caveat to make fertility not an issue because, yeah, the generation system... Definitely goes wrong yeah. in some like, way. Uh, a really depressing, like the first contact with humans with another species <laughs> is like, hey, tenth generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they even yeah, make I, it, I my would ears say, cover I would my say, eyes. I would definitely say fertility has to not be an issue because right. I just, I also think like if there's five people, let's say you know, or four people, two couples, whatever, they have kids. 
then there's like two kids. That's really sad for them to grow up as the only two kids in the universe as yeah. far as they're concerned. Yeah, they have to like each other. Like, yeah, it's their yeah. Only so option. I think fertility has to like not be an issue at that point. Yeah. The issue, your choices are uh, the only other person your age, your mom or your mom's friend. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that does I don't think anyone's gonna take that wish no, no. if the idea is but then you're just going into space to die. Well, see, yeah, but uh, the, you're gonna die anyway. So. Yeah, the issue sure. Yeah, you're gonna die eventually. That becomes torment not so much for the person who takes the wish, but for the next generation. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Which is I feel like we shouldn't make them suffer. <laughs> like it's the wish well, takers the, who should suffer you're, you're directly. Going far enough, because if it does travel faster than light and it's this super warp speed ship, you yeah. could just hit every potential planet that has life. You could hit every single one of them. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, it still you know, takes like time. Like Kepler 22s or whatever that one's called or yeah. the mm-hmm. other Earths. And then when you get there... So your your assumption... Is that you can crossbreed with another species. I'm going like... I'm not even going that far. You're yeah. assuming that aliens are sexy. I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's the... That has to be the assumption. Yeah. When, you, when you're the only man in space... <laughs> <laughs> they become sexy. <laughs> it doesn't matter where the orifices yeah. are, how big they are, I'll find a way. After enough time... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The uh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be bipedal. Oh no! Oh, okay. Here's well, that's oh, like, no. here's, you, here's a new problem. Now. Is now you're assuming that you're sexy to aliens. That's yes. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, well when you're the only non-bipedal think... plant creature on Kepler twenty-two, I don't. I don't think the first fleshy man that comes your way, the first pale, disgusting, <laughs> doughy nerd that makes yeah, it. You have not had a lot of sunlight in yeah. the ship. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. But that's the we would be assuming that it's the D and D slash Star Trek rules of humans can cross with everything, but anything else can't cross, which is a weird way to think you know, that our DNA I, works. That's one. This is a tangent, but that's one thing that always st- struck me in sci-fi movies and Star Trek that everybody can crossbreed from another planet. Whereas if you try and breed a, um, a donkey and a horse, you get a mule that's sterile. And it's just but no, but everybody from different planets and solar systems can have babies. And yeah. sometimes they try to hand wave around that. Like, I know Star Trek did a thing where, like, they're all genes were seeded by this one race, so they were all sort of Yeah, related, but we still but have still more in common different. with yeah. donkeys than we do with, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a good hand waving. It's just they were trying to get around yeah. their yeah. lazy costume design. <laughs> to get yes. back to your original, because yeah. I think we were trying to narrow down from 10 to 1, because that was your two conditions. 10 people, just the one person. Yeah. So, and you're going to take the, Joe, you're going to take the 10 people. So I would take the 10 people and so go. Like, yeah. If we're going to narrow it down, like seven still on board. Yeah. Five still on board. Yeah. I mean, two still on board. Is that why your condition was just one person? It's just, I it's think you your odd number person is, is a good idea, though. Yeah. I think three might be the best right. number of, it's enough that you're not going crazy from loneliness but it means that every time you're spending time with just one other person someone else is being left out it has that perfect dynamic of like oh we oh, were just I, I go like you to best the, this part of the ship yeah are you are you hanging out in the east wing because uh we're gonna yeah hang three out would be the, awkward it's just yeah. enough people to always have you think like all your insecurities about not being popular or not being someone's favorite come out okay sure yeah three although i do i do know of one person or three people who are in a triad marriage. So for them, that would be perfect. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> it's impossible to work yeah. out. I'm just saying if there's a number of people that would make it most awkward, where there's a hint that yes, someone will always, always feel always the that. insecurities so I think, of favorite. I would say three or five because there's always that one person out. Yeah. yeah. An odd person out. Three is interesting. And it gives me this, 
I, I find a very funny image of three people floating in space in their faster than light ship without microphones having the exact same discussion about wishes sitting around a table. <laughs> it's just like, so if you could go yeah, back, back to, to Earth, it. but you could only bring five people. Yeah. Well, one of us, yeah. It's you could only bring of one of us. Because we we've proven today that three people is an entertaining enough group of people that you'd have fun. So yeah. it's still enough of a caveat to be like, yeah, you could definitely but do that. But being stuck with the two of us for the next 30 decades. Yeah, yeah. Or three decades. Someone will decades. decide that they are the captain and they're in charge and everyone else will resent them and there'll be at least There'll be at least one mutiny before everyone dies. The tour board is just a bore board. Like, oh, come on. I swept the, the engine room last week. Last week, yeah. I think, th- yeah, I think three is the perfect number of that. All right. So um, can we just do a quick re- yes. reiteration? Yours was uh, limited distance, pretty much only. Pretty much just this. I mean, this solar system's too interesting, so that's why I left it to just Earth the moon. The moon. Yeah, just the moon. Yeah, uh, and you had just me, like just, just one, per- one person. One person can just come. Just you that goes in that spaceship, so you have to leave everybody behind. All right, and mine was you could take two people with you, but you can't ever go back or communicate with Earth. Do we have one that we think we're leaning towards as our final here? That's the best. I don't know. I think the the conversation we've been having so far is uh, the two people. <laughs> the two other people. Yeah, I think I'm leaning that way too. All right. So that's what we'll say is the one is you can take two people with you. You can never return to Earth and never communicate with Earth. So going with that, would you take this wish? Oh, would I take this wish? Do we need to go to Ben first and come yeah, back to him? Yeah, go to Ben. Go to Ben. I don't think I'd take it today. But I think if you came back to me in 50 years time and it's like old Ben and he's he's like, I'm going to go explore in the very last years of my life. But that's uh, not fair. You can't you, you don't get to choose when you. Take yeah, no, this wish. wish is happening today. It's right now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's now or never. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to find two people. I don't think I'd take it. I you think two it. people is too small as much as I would love to be the like an explorer in space. Like, yeah. Like that would be great. And it would be loads of fun. But you don't. When you're watching these sci-fi shows, you don't see the downtime. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of downtime. Yeah. They always edit that out for sure. Yeah. So I, I think I would stay on Earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go to Joe then. Well, see, for me, it's like, oh God, you're you're killing me because. And we know exactly what two people you'd probably take. I think. No, I know, but that's the thing. Like, I I, I couldn't do that. No? Um. Well, so first of all, clarify. Yeah, for yes, the audience. Yes, clarify for for our listeners. First of all. My traveling in space is like the one thing that I've ever wanted in my entire life. But I don't mean like traveling in space the way we travel in space now. I mean like full on, you know, like Firefly or Star Trek or Star Wars. Like you got spaceships and you can go. Yeah. It's basically the ultimate for me. And then the two people that I would obviously take are my husband and my little girl. But I feel like that would be so selfish because then she grows up alone on this spaceship and then her parents die and then she's alone literally yeah. on this spaceship i couldn't do that and you don't her. know if she's as into space as you are it's she, too early to know for sure like i mean considering how much i'm indoctrinating her into star trek and how much she loves it i'm, yeah. I'm guessing she's gonna love it but i still couldn't do that to her and it's early science so when she hits a teen she might you know rebel against her parents i know turn I into know. A, like and then that's the, the other thing when is. she when we're on the spaceship and she turns turns a teenager and rebels against her parents, where the hell is she going to go? Like, There's where the fuck to go. is she going to yeah. go? No. Nowhere. Doors don't even slam on a spaceship. No. I know, they, they, they close. They swoosh. <laughs> it's not, you cannot it's, it's, storm out of a room on no. a spaceship. It's and like not trying satisfying. to sneak out of your bedroom at night, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> She's just outside in one of those spacesuits, just like fuming in space, tethered by like an oxygen tank. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. So, okay, so if I had don't to do it now. Don't tell me what to do, Joe. I wouldn't take it because okay. I couldn't do that to my daughter. However, if we had the caveat where I could take it in like 25 years where she's grown up, I'd take 
I take Andrew and like maybe one of my best friends say goodbye to my daughter. Who you just pointed at Ben, who you've just met today. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Sorry, yes, well, in twenty-five years, friend. he'll be your best friend. In twenty-five, yeah. in twenty-five years, you might be my yeah. best friend. Can I, I apologize to everyone I know now? In twenty-five years, I've got to go. <laughs> it's been decided. I'm just pointing. Oh gosh, goodness gracious. Um, but yeah, I'd probably take Andrew and like one of my best friends and go. Okay, but we're saying again, yeah, and I think yeah. the deal today. So now yeah. taking now with the caveats, no. Too complicated. Okay. You know what, guys? I wish I had done more with my life. And because of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the stars. I'm going to take the deal. Uh, I think the hardest part will be me sitting here going like, what other two people do you want to spend the rest of your life with? The rest of my life with, yeah. <laughs> Who are two other people that I can both like put up with and would enjoy and would also enjoy it and would be like tortured to bring them like who'd want to go? <laughs> Right. Because that would be the worst thing is I'm like, I'm going to take you and you. And then one of them is like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But you wished me here and I'm stuck. Two, two strangers might be interesting. Just if you two just strangers? Took, like, we were going to go, okay. No, Have you no, no, met no. the general? Po- I don't yeah, know. I no, do no, 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 customer no, service. I'm not saying just random strangers. Strangers mm. you vet. Like, but how do you vet strangers? You like can't a vet. Willy Wonka golden ticket situation? No, you can't. No, <laughs> no, no. not going to work. But no. I'm thinking like you could Somebody's going to be a serial killer. Think about it like the five I mean, serial killer is pretty safe. They don't have a lot of options. Yeah, can, there's two other people. You can see it coming. I mean, I think I don't you think need to, they, three to get serial. Right? Yeah, they can't. They can't become a serial killer. They would have to have killed before they left to become That's a serial killer. That's what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> you're yeah. just the next in the chain. <laughs> next in the chain. Jason, did you put blood in the butter? Come <laughs> on. Oh. Also, where's Tracy? <laughs> but you know he's you know he's going to spend it out because he knows yeah. he's got a limited pool, so he's going to take his time with it. You got a good couple of years on that. But Maddox, I'm thinking treat it like the five <clears throat> people at a dinner party situation because yeah. you can wish anyone. You're like, I'll take me. And I'll take, hmm, who would be the most interesting people in space to live with? Oh, okay. You're thinking like anyone in the so you, world. Yeah, okay. yeah, and if they don't speak English, maybe the awkward sciences aren't as awkward because you're there being like, I mean, I'm I'll not, take I'm not a strong from... language learner, but given time yeah. and nowhere to run, I could learn another language. A lot of Pictionary. A lot of Pictionary on the start. Yeah. Oh, I think you guys are way complicating this. I'm, I'm saying I, I think I could probably find someone to bring. I think I do want to go to space. I just need some company. As long as they're not the worst person, I think I could probably make it work. Yeah. So I think I would take the deal. Okay. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I think if I didn't have, if, if I didn't have a child, I'd take the deal. All right. So I think we did a good split on that one. Yeah. We had, we had uh, a maybe, a no, and a yeah. So we're, we're in a good spot. Uh, but what about you, audience? Would you take this deal? And if you have any other wishes you'd like to send us, please do so. Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod. Email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. Join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook. And you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or donating on our website. To find more information, go to BreakAWish.ca. Want more Ben Clifford? Try Benjour on Twitter or BenjourMaisonMe on Instagram. For more Joanna Houghton, Try the modamamablog.com and at Joanna Houghton on Instagram. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. For more podcasts, go to thesonarnetwork.com. Before I go, some wishes don't take a whole episode. I call these summary judgments. At WRLD Jess on Twitter said, I wish someone would get excited to see me. Well, dogs are always excited to see everyone. So, for your wish, all your friends will always get excited to see you whenever you enter the room, but they'll also try to lick your face. So, what would you wish for?
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! So, you just got done listening to the new episode of this podcast, and now you're looking for another one to get into. I know what you're thinking, but Cody, the new podcast I want to get into is an improvised comedy with a horror theme. Well, guess what, little podcast fiend? You're barking up the right alley. Because I'm one of the hosts of Spooked, the improvised scary story podcast where it's never scary and sometimes a story. Now you're thinking... Wow, that sounds awesome, but where do I find that? Well, the same place you found this one, thesonarnetwork.com. You click on it, you listen, and get ready to get spooked. Escape Capade is an improvised Escape the Room podcast. I take two guests, trap them in a room, describe it to them in great detail, load it with puzzles, and then over the next 45 minutes, they can do whatever they want you want to listen to two people fixate on a poster for 45 minutes that's happened escape capade episodes are released every other tuesday and are available on the sonarnetwork.com just click on escape capade